Right then, um, good afternoon everybody. For those that just missed Mally's few words, he's asked me as Vice Chair to chair this meeting today. Um, I'm beginning to get a bit more au fait with Zoom than Mally, but uh, so I'm lumbered with it. Thanks Judith. <laughs> right, so have we had any apologies, Joe? Uh, we don't. Helen went, well, Helen was hoping to join us, but she's camping and it depended on whether she was able to get uh, a Wi-Fi signal. So I'm guessing she hasn't. Okay, thanks. Um, declarations of interest, anybody? No, but reserve the right to if anything comes up. Okay, thanks, Mike. Uh, sorry, you need to go back there. Deborah gave her apologies. Oh, okay, thanks. Um, minutes of the meeting held on the 12th of March. Everybody happy with those? Yeah, proposed. Right. Yes. So, all in favour, yeah. Thanks, Joe. That's Mally proposing, Donna seconding. Thank you. Um, right, now the next item, opportunity for the public to speak. Um, we're taking this opportunity for Caroline to talk about an event that she wants to hold on um, Townfield Lane because we've not got it on the agenda, Caroline. So if you'd like to speak now. Oh, oh right. Oh, because it's something we've been doing regularly. I didn't even know it was coming up. Nobody's responded to me. I think because you've been running this event while the play area has been closed, it's just whether we need to review it now that the play area is open again. Okay. Well, I'm not actually, I'm not actually running it, um, but a friend of mine is conducting Zumba um, at for five people, six including herself as the instructor, at four o'clock and then for 45 minutes and then at five o'clock for 45 minutes the people are named um on her um, zoom account so she knows exactly who's attending um and they have all been notified and i think this is the fourth week we will have done it now okay. but no nobody said i had to prepare anything i'm sorry i i wasn't told um, joe i just want joe to speak on this one the only reason why it's there is because we've had a request, Caroline, a formal request from Beverly Carter and Stella Hughes. Yeah. I didn't know whether that was part of the group that you're... No. So that's no. an independent request. And they are also asking to use um, the, the same area at Townfield Lane for a Zumba and Fitness class. No, it's nothing to do with me. Right. When are they running theirs, Joe? They don't say, they're just asking for permission at this point. Uh, so what, if I just right. read to you, what it says is, we were wondering if you were willing to let us run the out, an outdoor fitness class, Sumba, at Top Park, Frodsham. Uh, they say they used to teach multiple fitness classes at UFIT Holiday Inn, Runcorn Village, Warrington and Frodsham Forest Hills. Um, and they're, they're just asking for permission. What they say is, um, and I was going to bring this up later in the meeting under Clark's items, but we'll do, do it now. Uh, they are licensed for Zumba Fitness, Zumba Gold, Zumba Kids, fully insured uh, for dance, fitness, aerobics, aqua exercise, DBS checks, etc. They're not asking for a specific day or time. Just can, I, can I just, then, uh, Rachel, who is the lady who will be doing the Zumba class tomorrow and has been doing it for the last four weeks, she used to rent the Girl Guide Hut. Um, she is a fully, she actually goes around to schools teaching dance. She's a fully qualified dance teacher and teacher to young children. In fact, she has been asked by some schools to have gone back. She's gone back already to, I think it's Sutton, Sutton Weaver and another couple of schools. Um, and really it's just for us to have some social, we, we literally turn up at four o'clock, the music goes on. Um, we leave at quarter to, four, quarter to five and another five turn up, but we've kept to that number. Um, there's no money exchanges hands, it's free. 
So Caroline, I think it would be sort of, we don't want them to clash with you if we give them permission, do we? No, please. And seeing, and seeing you've been doing it for the last four weeks, um, I think you should go ahead and maybe the clerk can find out if it doesn't clash with what you're already doing. Thank you, Mally. I appreciate that. We usually do ours. It's either a Tuesday afternoon or a Friday morning. And perhaps a Thursday. It, it's very weather dependent, as you might yeah. appreciate. Um, it's either Tuesday four o'clock, Thursday four o'clock, or Friday morning. Those are our our times. Um, she won't change those. She won't be changing those times because she has young children, and those are her Zumba times. Can I just think then, thinking this through, because other groups might come to us now. I know, I, I'm, pretty, I'm very aware of that, Judith. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> and of course, we've got the school holidays start, summer holidays start at the end of this week. Um, if it's not causing a problem to the residents, then I don't see a major problem with it. But I think um, Joe needs to be notified of the contact details for the group leader and the date, days of the week and times. Just, you know, so that it don't get oversubscribed on that one play area. Can, can I please say that I have always notified Jo and got her permission. I have emails from Jo with the permission. We've always sought it. We haven't just gone and turned up and done it. I think this is just why Jo wanted it on the agenda so we could check. We don't want other groups just turning up and setting up without Jo knowing about it. So, and I think... Well, same principle should apply to any of our other play areas. When it was put to me, um, because I, you know, I like to participate anyway, um, I said, I will not, I cannot say that I will attend until we have sought permission of the town clerk. So I've got all the emails showing that we sought permission. Yeah. Okay. So on, on that note, can I just confirm then? that um, it's perfectly fine for her, uh, the group that Caroline's involved with to be able to meet on either a Tuesday afternoon, a Thursday afternoon, or a Friday morning. And I get back to the other requester to say, as they need to confirm the dates and times with me, but it can't be on a Tuesday, a Thursday, or a Friday. Could I just ask a question from to Joe? Um, Insurance-wise, of, of, do they come under the council's insurance and public liability or do they have their own? They have their own, Mally. That's great. I think that, so they're, they're the basic things. And any group that want to do anything on any play area, they contact Joe, they must have their own insurance and they must agree dates and times. Donna? I was just wondering if the, the other people that would like to set up, is it going to be free or are they, are they planning on charging? I don't know the answer to that, but I would imagine they would be charging because yeah, right, yeah. various different centres to hold their classes. But I can't say that. Can I, can I make that point that Rachel does not charge? Yeah. Because um, I, I also sent an email to Andrew Dawson about events of people doing this in Castle Park because I had other friends who were wanting to do something in Castle Park. Um, now their arrangements are different um you know i mean initially we did contact joe you know as a courtesy thing but the, at, at no time are we is the instructor making money it's all on goodwill that, that's the reason i asked the question it's not fair if you're doing it if, if your group are doing it for free and another group set up and they're charging i just wondered where that whether where we where we stand on that so. I think then, yeah, I mean, it, we'd want the same sort of arrangement. If they were going to charge for the lessons, then it's a different issue for us. If they're going to charge, then we can charge them rent for the space. Simple as. That's a good point. But shall we find out first? Find Joe? out if they are, and yeah. if they are, then cut us in. Yeah. I hope that doesn't mean that we are have to start charging. No, if it, if it, you it, only don't want to handle money. 
if it's, if, it's a, if you're doing something for free you don't have to pay but if you are charging then you should make a contribution to the council it's a simple enough rule fairly straightforward we'd like to see it maybe as a charity donation yeah see, that, think... or into council funds it doesn't really matter mm. you see i think you're setting a precedent here and we've got a lot of areas and with the situation with covid i think um, phil's right if they're actually making money out of it we've got to get a charity donation off them if they're doing their service free then all's fair so yeah. go away find out that information for you and bring it back to a subsequent meeting <laughs> thank you why why just townfield lane and not maybe the community center field where there's lots more room and no play equipment to disturb the children. I think because I think it started off when we only were allowed six people to mm. be, and we've we've retained that, or Rachel retained that because it is a nice number. Once you start opening it up, I mean, I assume the maximum number is probably thirty now. I don't know. From two um, families, two families, thirty people. Not from different family groups, but anyway, that's inside as far as I know. Yeah. Yes, that's inside. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, if you leave that with me, I'll find out that information and bring it back to the next meeting. That's yeah. the best. I mean, I think the, the next meeting is going to be when? <laughs> well, we, we could put it on the agenda for the full council meeting at the end of the month, if you want a quick turnaround. I'm just the... thinking of, well, it's, it's up to you, but... You know, I mean, this will finish. Um, I mean, I can't see Zumba being allowed indoors for months and months and months. Um, okay, so I'll put it on to the next council meeting. Yeah, Donna? Uh, I'll just add, I have no objection whatsoever for, say, uh, Caroline's group are doing it for free. I have no objection to them carrying on at all. I just don't think it's fair that someone else is going to be doing it to make money. Yeah, but we've already covered that. If they're going to upcharge, then we... They make a yeah, I know, Phil. I was just, I was just reiterating my point on it. Not that I, mm. I have any issue at all with Caroline's group meeting there. Yeah, I would say for the time being, Caroline, carry on with your group. Um, but it's for any other groups to task. We we need to just perhaps have a few ground rules. Okay. So does that mean that I don't now have to email you each time we want to do it, or we we will to let you know when we're doing it? I want I want to know when and what time, Caroline, as you've been doing. Yeah. I let, no, I'll keep to that because then at least we've got a peak. I always have it on my phone in case we're challenged. Yeah, it's better. Okay, yeah. thank you. Okie dokie. Um, Bernie's John Layton. Hi, Bernie. Um, have we, we've not got anything else under public speaking time, have we, Joe? Uh, unless any other member of the public wants to speak. Okie dokie. Um, moving on then to agenda item 74. Um, to note event update 1st of July from Cheshire West and Chester Council. I think it's sent, I, could I send it round to everyone? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So you, just to note that. Okay. Um, now as a result of that, we, Mally and I have been talking and we thought we need to sit down and review all of the events that were planned for the rest of this year and agree a, a council policy on, on what we should and shouldn't do. So first event that we've got coming up is the Halloween event. As you will remember, Mally and I have organised, and, and Donna, we've organised a children's Halloween party in the community centre. I think it's safe to say that that's a non-starter for this year, and we can't have lots of children coming in. If we did, we'd have to control the numbers. So we're thinking we would rather just not do the event. I think what it means, Judith, is that if we had to limit numbers, you're dealing with children. You couldn't say to the kids, you can't come. You've been coming for the last three years. So I think it's only sensible that under the circumstances, we have to uh, cancel it for this year. Anybody got any comments on that? I have to say, I, did, I, I was looking at a venue for a private thing. And I did contact um, the community centre and um, they said that they are probably not opening till the 1st of September. Um, there's a lot of information for them to go through. I think it's in their newsletter today 
Um, uh, but one of, the, one of the big things, a lot of their users are over 70, which yeah. takes you into a different arena. Mm. Um, so they don't want to rush anything. They want to do everything and make sure that they've got everything in place um, before they, they start looking to opening up. So I think, you know, who knows what could have happened between now and September. Yeah. So we just... Sorry, Joe. Can I just clarify then, um, there is a proposal not to hold the Halloween event, so could I have a proposal and a seconder? I'll propose it. I'll second. So we're all in favour? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um, Joe, we, we've had an email round from the Community Association, I think today, asking us to confirm whether or not we want our bookings. Um, so would you be able to just let them know that whether well, or not, we'll, uh, we don't need that booking. Will do. Donna? Uh, just on the Halloween party, I did foolishly make a suggestion a few weeks ago to, to Judith that maybe we should, um, because we have a budget for, for the Halloween party, maybe we should just do a load of party bags and get them sent around to the kids. But that's just a wild idea that I had. I'm probably, yeah. um, I've woken up now. Yes. <laughs> I think it's a very good idea, Donna, but how would you decide which kids had them? Well, that, that was one of the things we we, had, we quickly spoke about, but I mean, it was just an idea, um, spur of the moment, off the cuff idea, because I know a lot of kids will be disappointed, and they've had quite a tough year, really. we've, all, we've all had a tough year. It's, um, it's on a Saturday this year, so the children won't be in school. But, I mean, we could maybe do something, set something up in the town centre and just hand out little goodies. Uh, but if, if you're happy for us to go away and just think about what we might do as an alternative. Uh, not I think it's the practicalities of it, isn't it? It's the yeah. distribution. Um, I mean, again, if you want to take into consideration that open hands will still probably be running... Mm. And we have 200 volunteers on our books. You know, if we can, if, if, if you want to throw that into the arena. That's a good idea. Yeah. Something so, to look at. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have a, a think about that and see what we can do and look at the budget. But uh, the party definitely is off. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, now... We've had a, Joe's had a, a question in from Roundtable or Rotary, Roundtable I think, about bonfire night at the community centre. Um, I think my, my view initially is, well, they're always welcome to use our field. That's, I think that's our only input really, isn't it, Joe? Uh, they're, not running, they're not holding the event. They've decided not to do it. Right. Yeah, for the kids then, isn't it? I think, Chair, another thing would be, as soon as we can, if Liz could put it on the website. In, in, uh, no, the one, the Halloween one. Okay. Yeah, perhaps when, based on whatever we comes out of the minutes here, we can just do an update on events generally for 2020. Right. Um, next one, um, 77, Remembrance Day. Now, we, we thought we could probably still go ahead with the service up on the hill, but it need to be modified, wouldn't it, Mally? Yeah, I've been on to the British Legion, um, and their central office is saying that um, they are advising people to do them abiding by the law of what's gone with distancing, etc. But they, they're they still wavering. Um, but that's all that you're getting, that it is up to the individual council. But I think if we're doing it, we've um, got to take it on both hands because we've had trouble in the last three years about the reading of the people who are actually laying the wreaths and when they're, they're laying the wreaths. Um, we missed out dreadfully last year because we had the junior mayors being forgotten and the 
police crime commissioner. Um, so I would like to take a more hands-on effect of the service at the memorial. And I think we leave St. Lawrence's to do what they think is right for themselves. I think we could do a, a slimmed down event. Yeah. I think perhaps not invite the schools this year for the safety of the children and for the elderly people that might be there. So if we have a you know, fairly sort of scaled down remembrance service, because I wouldn't want to cancel it altogether. Any views on that? Sounds reasonable. Bernie? No, just that, you know, um, I think it's been five crosses church that have been doing like virtual um, services. Yeah. I've just wondered if there was any way maybe we could try that somehow. I mean, I'm not that technically minded, but. What are you thinking that if somebody like Andrew Emerson did the service on the hill, but. Um... Transmitted it. Yeah. And the, the trouble is you've got no, no technology on the hill it would have to he does it actually from his uh, his office at home yeah and um, tell us about he does a lot of work he puts a lot of work into it and oh. also paul does from the tin church on main street they both do um it was just a suggestion i mean i don't know the ins and outs of it all i just thought it would be able to get to the wider public yeah i think that I think we should look into it. I think it's worth looking into. Yeah, Andrew will advise us on the technology there, I think. Yeah. I have the technology to do it. Could be done. Oh, right. From, from, from the top of the hill, Andrew? Oh, very much so. Just need a 4G connection. Right, and that can be arranged, can it? So, well, Andrew, then, um, I think we probably need to talk to churches together because we don't know which minister would do the service. Andrew did an excellent service last year, I think, probably for the first time. Um, so, yes. I, I'll be speaking to Andrew tomorrow afternoon. Do you want me to ask him? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've got plenty of time to sort this out, but I think it's just important that we make sure the community know that we are still hoping to, well, I think we can do the service. We can make it, a, well, in fact, a lot more people will be able to be part of it if it can be. Uh, broadcast live um, and as we say we, we avoid bringing children up to the hill and um, you know and just have the, the replay as possibly. What day is the 11th of November this year? I think it's on a Saturday isn't it? Um, we don't do it on the day though do we? Do it on the 11th. Yeah. yeah. We do do it on the day right. On the hill we do Joe, and then the church does one the nearest Sunday. It's a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. But should it, would it maybe be easier if it was, um, if it's scaled down, if it was uh, like invitation only? I know you can't stop members of the public going up there. And but those... the issue, you can't stop and we can't police it. No. But we, we just have to say, you know, please. Adhere to social distancing when you're up there. Yeah. And we're, we're, you know, we'll, priorities obviously is going to be given to the organisations that want to lay a wreath. The other thing that we'll have to be conscious of is the car park being open at the Forest Hills, or the Forest Hills Act. I've been told that it says on the website that they're opening on the 31st of July. Yeah. Yeah, so we need to talk to them as well. Mm -hmm. So you're all happy for us to go ahead with a, a, a sort of toned down, slimmed down mm -hmm. version of the event, and Caroline's going to talk to the ministers. Andrew Dawson is going to talk to them about technology and we're all, all going to pray for good weather. I have to say Andrew Emerson is very good on his technology. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. that was his job wasn't it? I mean he was in IT wasn't he? He was. So, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Now some of, some of his services have been excellent. And oh, they've been amazing. It's when he brings things in and you know does the, um, what's the programme that's on the telly? Um, the church one, um, song of, Songs of Praise, he uses their music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just while we're talking about the hill, I have got the sign for the soldier. Um, uh, it's been in my car for a couple of weeks now, um, but I contacted Northwich Town, our contractors, because I want just somebody, or 
I'm going to now look at the men around here and just say, is there anybody who knows, has got a drill and a drill bit? I've probably got a drill and a drill bit. Um, and we just need, um, but Frod, um, Northwich Town Council have offered to do it when they're next up there and they're meant to be ringing me, but I'm still waiting. Um, oh, Caroline, what's a drill? <laughs> oh, oh, would you like me to go and get mine and show it to you? <laughs> oh. Can I just make a reminder here that this is all going out on the public space? <laughs> I don't any duties involved, I can do it. I've got the uh, battery powered drills. Right. And what I don't think I've got is the screw. I think it just needs some sort of... What Northwich Council were going to do was to put on a screw <laughs> with like a self-locking nut on the back. Because what we don't want is anything that the, the vandals might decide. Yeah, I'm sure a trip down to Gleaves, for example, or one of the other well-known hardware shops in Frodsham will reveal the right fittings for us. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, if you can give me what bit size you've got, as it were. Um... I, I have <laughs> every one you need. <laughs> okay. Right. okay. So we can leave this. We're happy to leave this to Caroline and just sort out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, do you want to put? Do, do you want to get the the screw in the nuts then, Andrew? <laughs> oh God! If you give me the plaque, so I know <gasps> what I'm dealing with, I can go from there. Okay. okay. It's just uh, yeah. Okay, but I'll Andrew, get back to you. Thanks. Andrew will get his bits out then. <laughs> Thanks, Donna. Being <laughs> <laughs> okay. recorded and going out as a public meeting, guys. <laughs> Are we just showing that we've got a sense of humour, Joe? Okay. Right, now moving on to the big event of the year, Christmas. Oh, no. So I've been talking on and off for the last few weeks with the Christmas working group, and of course they're all sort of devastated. They want us to recreate our usual kind of event. But, um, well, we've seen the advice from Cheshire West. They're not agreeing to anything at the moment. Um, we could put a lot of effort into um, planning different scales of events. But I, I really, the big thing with our Christmas event, it's the parade that draws people in. And I don't think there's going to be any way we can have a, a big parade like that at the end of November with all the lack of social distancing that would involve. So without the parade, is it worth having the event at all? I've, I've suggested that maybe we um, keep our money in the bank and maybe go for an Easter parade next April. I think the, well, the other one next year. Have Sorry, two year. Did you mean having two parades next year, one for Easter and one for the following Christmas? Yeah. I think that far ahead. That's Andrew. <laughs> I mean, who knows what precautions we're going to have to take place in and around Christmas. My hunch is that we may have many more relaxations than we have at the moment. I don't think we'll be having a full parade or we can have a full parade, but it wouldn't surprise me if we are more able to meet in public. Um, and I think in that sense, we ought to have a plan B available or somewhere that we could go, do you know what, last minute we can put the following on. And even if it is down to, for example, liaising with Castle Park Trust and going, can we put something on in Castle Park? The answer, you know, if, as long as we plan it long enough in advance and we have a pretty clear idea what plan B looks like, yeah. I'd rather have something if we can, yeah. rather than have nothing. Donna? Yeah. Uh, well, I know it's a lot of planning in the process, but maybe if we just close Main Street off, we could do, I mean, Christmas markets are very popular. And the markets are back on now. I know that there's issues about social distancing, but maybe something along the lines of a Christmas market. Molly? Um, we can't use the leisure centre this year because they're not um, opening it. And that area was a big success last year. Um, I agree with Donna. A Christmas market does go well. But thinking as a market trader's son, it's the parade that brings the crowd in. Would we get the footfall um, to make it viable to do something like that? I'm doubtful of it. Ryan, as a landlord with one of our bigger pubs, 
what do you think the is likely to be allowed come the end of uh, November? And what could you cope with in your pub? I mean, we're we're fortunate. We we've got the outside bar as well, but you know that that's for other landlords to make contingency planning for that. But I think by cancelling it altogether, it's a big kick in the teeth for all of our local traders who take a lot of money on that day. And I think we 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 could be looking at doing keeping it open possibly to show that you know we're trying to support them long term and that there is hopefully something coming up for them where you know that there is going to be a massive footfall into Frodsham. You know, for 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 me, honestly, that'll cost the Queen's Head alone over ten thousand pound if if the um if the festival wasn't going going to go ahead. So you know, you take into account probably the same at the Bears Poor, uh, and then some of the smaller pubs, and then the the independent shops and things as well. It's a hell of a lot of money that's not coming into Frodsham. The the big problem that I was thinking though for the pubs is you you won't be able to get the number of people in that you would normally get with the festival. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think, you know, we can put contingencies in for, for, for coverings outside. We can contact suppliers for mobile bars and use our outside spaces. I, I think, you know, maybe would it be worth, um, I, I know, Caroline, we have Pub Watch tomorrow, but is it worth some of you coming along to a Pub Watch engaging some feeling from the local um, pub uh, in the, the pub landlords and and get some feedback from them as well there's a there's a meeting tomorrow if anyone can make it um but i, I think it might be a good idea just to show that you're also trying to work with everybody as well i mean i'm happy to brief people tomorrow and then take back whatever their thoughts are yeah that's a good idea ryan yeah the only thing i'm worried about is the parade the parade yeah. brings in mega people yeah and we have a great i'm all for having something mm. um and maybe what we should be doing is letting judith and her working group um go forth and and try and plan plan a yeah. and then if there are great restrictions coming up then to have andrew's plan b yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think it makes sense, you know, to have a, a plan B we could quickly revert to. Um, and again, you know, for, from a pub point of view, I don't actually think a lot of the people that are coming in the pubs on that day are bothered about the parade. They're just jumping on a massive bandwagon of a piss up in Frodsham, excuse the language, right? Um, on the day. But again, it is, it's a lot of money that we're, we're taking out of the local economy by, by totally not doing anything. I, mean, I, I think, think some of the excited members of Judith's working group have come up with a couple of really good ideas. One was that we have uh, floats. We shut off Main Street like we were going to do for um, VE celebration and have floats made from the school with the kids on the float. A bit like a tableau d'oeuvre that you have... Um, something going on all the schools and then the individual shops could do something that will give it the atmosphere that would that would maybe make more sense because then we could drag it out rather than it being just an evening thing we could maybe drag it out earlier in the day so that people are staggering when they're coming into the pubs and what they're doing make it more family in the day and then leave the, the ordinary people to come out at night as they normally do because um, we find on, on the day of the festival that it is actually very quiet in the afternoon. So maybe we could do something earlier in the day and, and sort of stagger stagger everything out. Yeah. Well, I think if you yeah, put I mean, those... Let Bernie have her say, please, Mally. Sorry, I'm I can't see on the screen, I'm afraid. How we can actually... How can they socially distance on the pavements in the village? You know, it's, it's chaos, isn't it, at times? So all encroach on the road <clears throat> and that's on a normal parade and I fully understand the implications of the businesses and the pubs in the village I just think I, I just can't see how we could do it if we're still in socially distancing mode yeah yeah well that's why I said that the town needs a lift 
and uh, we should have a plan of action and these tableaus won't be the same as a whopping great parade um, with all dancing, all singing things. I think every pub would do something. I think a couple of the shops, the Devonshire Bakery, etc., and have it like a Christmas outside market with the added bonus of um, live music. We've still got the distancing issue on the streets. Yeah, Donna. I forgot. Maybe the, um, the the Christmas working party and and maybe Pub Watch should get together and knock some ideas together. I mean, Ryan or any of the, the the landlords may come up with something that might not cross your mind. I mean, we we could you could work together with them to come up with some ideas. Yeah. Uh, Main Street's very big, very wide. Um, I think we could present some sort of static. If you can call it static parade. Uh, a tablet yeah. and, and a market and as Ryan said aim the daytime more for, for families and kids and then in the evening because I know I was there um, at the Queen's Head when Matt Baker was singing and it was it was heaving amazing it was a great night and that, I mean that could have gone on longer I mean it was unfortunate it was so so damn cold and I know we can't repeat that this year but it'd be a shame not to be able to have some of those elements Brian, can I cut you on to chat? You know, we, we are talking, you know, it is still four and a half months away. And um, with, with respect to the social distancing, we don't know what's going to change. But also, people will be out wearing scarves that will, uh, and, and gloves. There's no reason that they, they can't wear masks if, they, if they're that conscious of the social distancing. It'll be that cold on the day in November that they'll be wrapped up in scarves and gloves anyway. That, that could Unless it's raining, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. I mean, one of the things that I was thinking we might do is if we close Main Street um, for a couple of hours, just between the traffic lights and Marsh Lane, so we're not blocking traffic going up Fluin Lane and Howie Lane and what have you. Church Street. Um, yeah, sorry, Church Street. Um, have all the, tra the cars off Main Street, so we've got the whole of that lovely wide road. We can do a switch on of the lights, we can do the Christmas tree, and then we can have things going on in that area. And we can't, as Molly said, we can't use the leisure centre because they're not opening until January, I think, the end of the year. Um, so yeah. I think many years ago, I don't even remember, Judith, when it was, I think it was the Jubilee when they closed off Main Street and they had a hog roast and all sorts of things going on. I'm talking a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that, it was a lovely afternoon event. Yeah. Yes, Judith. Yeah. Um, going to Bernie's thing there. Um, Devonshire Bakery always do a hog roast. Yeah, they do. Um, and the Scotch Eggman comes. I think you can make it, if we can't do it as a parade, and I think. A parade takes a lot of time. The one big thing you've got to think about, the cost will have to come from FTC because sponsorship this year, there won't be the money out there to do it. And we can also have um, what we were going to do, Ryan, was a bandstand outside the Queen's Head and do our entertainment there because I think there's some booked already. Phil? With, res with respect to the budget, um, um, I think I agree with Mary that we do need to, you know, um, the money's going to have to come from FTC. But we did have um, quite a sum. I think it was six thousand, Mary, wasn't it, for the VE Day? Yeah, um, that could go celebration. So we could that. kind of uh, sidetrack some, if not all of that, for that purpose. Can I just say that there isn't an issue with funding, but that will need to come back to full council to reallocate. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, so just moving forward, just wanting to move this forward, is plan now, is this what I'm minuting, that the Christmas working group are going to work or meet with um, the pub watch group and to come back with some suggestions? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think um, my concern is that so representing the council on the working group, I want to make sure that I've got a clear steer from the council. I don't want them to put in a lot of effort planning something that the council will then be reluctant 
to support. I think we're all agreed, really, the parade is just not going to be on. Um, as it, Naomi Anstis has said, it will be well into September before she can get the schools to agree to anything, which limits the amount of uh, input that the schools can have. Um, you know, we've got all this thing about all the choirs, about we're not allowed to sing outside at the moment. Oh, they can do such a theatre with a socially distant audience. But our choirs and sing-alongs might... Well, we just don't know. I, I don't want a lot of planning that is then just going to be to no end. That would like us oh, to... Well, we do need to do a bit of planning so, oh. and have a couple of options, don't we? You know, what we're saying. That comes down to which group is going to do to take the actions. So well, the working group, the, the working party in Pugwatch. Can I just ask? Can I just ask? Are is every licensed premises in Frodham represented in Pugwatch? No. Yeah. Well, do you want to answer that one, Ryan? I think we'll be able to answer that question <laughs> after tomorrow morning's meeting, and I have a feeling yeah. the answer is going to be no. <laughs> I think, um, Bernie, to come back to you, um, everybody is invited to every pub watch meeting. A lot of pubs choose not to attend. Right. Yeah, okay. every it's an open invite to every licensed premises in Frodham. Right. Um, I was just wondering the representation of the, you know, of the licensed premises in Frodham. Yeah, it it, 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 it does also include Halsby as well, so it's not right. just Frodham. Um, as I said, some pubs only only attend when they have something to report. Um, but it's generally. If, if you consider what I would say are the, are the big three or four pubs in Frodham are normally the ones that are at the meeting. Right, okay. It's just I, I think we can't put too, Yeah, I, don't, I think we can't put too much onus on the pubs, Ryan, can we? No, because no, but I, I think it's time, to, to allow some of them to be involved yeah. uh, and to, to discuss it with them and, and, and get a clear feeling. I think as with every year when we're organising these events, we tell the businesses what's we're planning as a working group for Christmas and they're invited to tell us about the things that they want to do. I mean, we need to talk to the church whether they would want to open up the parish hall for the event. Yeah. But it's, I think we just have to say it, it isn't going to be the big grand scale event that we had last year. Yeah. There are places that we can't use. I think it's going to have to be a fairly flexible event because yeah. I think yeah. things could change right up to the last minute. Yeah. Okay. So well, I think I've got enough there to go away from this uh, meeting to try and get uh, the uh, the working group up and running. And about I'll I'll feed back to you then, Judith, to yeah. s tell you what the appetite is yeah. tomorrow after our pub watch meeting tomorrow. And Ryan, you and I can work on that. Together. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Molly. Judith, um, bringing the I know that Silcox now have been given the go-ahead, um, as all travelling showmen have now. I think that they would possibly still go on the um, because they've all got new rules and regulations from the Guild. So I think they would still be a presence of those in Frodsham um, at the Bears Paw. Right. Okay, well, I'll get the, the working group cracking on that. Um, we move on then to New Year's Eve. I think we could probably still do our fireworks display at, um, what time do we do it? We do it at seven o'clock. Yeah. Caroline? Yeah? Do you think, um, I've not been up to the church, obviously, for since March. Um, I'm just wondering, you've been up there a lot. Um, about social distancing, can that be done up there quite easy so that we can carry on through and do what we did last year? I don't see why not. I mean, again, it's it's down to human nature, isn't it? It's uh, because they've normally been into a service beforehand. I mean, things could be different this year. Perhaps we need to liaise with the new vicar to see what her plans are. Is she going to still carry on with that service? Oh, that's a point. Yeah. I think a, a lot of the children that came up to the church fields last year hadn't come from the service. They'd come purely for the, uh, the fireworks. Oh, right. Mm. So we're all happy with New Year's Eve going ahead then? Yeah. 
But I mean, if that's the case, if she's not, can, can we find out what she is, what, what the new vicar is planning? Because yeah. it means that we could be more flexible on the time. Because the idea was we always did it at the end of the service. They came out about half yeah. six, quarter to seven. That's yeah. right. Um, Judith, I can get in touch with the church wardens. Okay, I've got Donna wants to speak and then Joe. Uh, I was just wondering maybe if, um, as an outdoor event, maybe the, the vicar, if she chose to, could maybe do an, a, a short outside outdoor service on the field itself before the firework. That's, I mean, that, I mean, that's if she wanted to do something like that. The question yeah. that could be asked. Joe? I, I suspect that the vicar will not be able to answer your question at the moment as to whether that service will go ahead in the same way that we can't. My query comes back to the fireworks. Obviously, a deposit is paid for those fireworks mm -hmm. and needs booking well in advance. Yeah. How do you feel about paying the deposit? Because I will have to pay the deposit on booking. I, I think we can safely go ahead with the fireworks. Um, it's just yeah. a detail that we need to resolve nearer the time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I've got the fireworks. Now, my other issue here is I can't give them a time if you're thinking you may move the time of the fireworks. So this kind of needs uh, clearing up fairly fairly quickly. So, Molly, if you could uh, find out from the church warden if they know what they're planning, if they know what time service is, um, and, and then I can go ahead with the fireworks. I'll talk. I'll talk tonight with the church uh, executive at Gail Forward and see what she says. Yeah. Um, um, moving on then, um, Frodham Market. Mally, you wanted to talk about that. No. <laughs> no. Um, the only thing, the only thing I wanted to mention about Frodham Market and this brings Caroline in um, because I was looking at while we're doing this social distancing whether we could have a couple of volunteers at the top couple of volunteers at the bottom and maybe two counsellors to just politely remind people about social dis dis distancing on a Thursday. Can I say that actually we were approached um, by I think a meeting that you've attended Andrew and perhaps Judith with the yeah. local trade um, Yeah, I was there as well. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Bally. And no um, we actually didn't feel very comfortable asking our volunteers to be there um, because that's not what they've volunteered to do. They've volunteered to do shopping and prescription. They haven't volunteered to do you know telling people what to do and what not to do um and i don't know what has happened um i actually popped down to the market last thursday um i didn't find the social distancing very good last week um and i thought there were meant to be people there um sort of reminding people bill i think the week before there were people there and they had advised the um, stallholders how they should be putting, putting their stores up where they should be, which largely no, they, they, they were they quack stopped. people, weren't they? Yes, I know. Yeah. Which they've, and they seem to have heard to that. The, the thing is, it's who has the authority to start telling people what they should and shouldn't be doing without getting a mouthful. Because some of the people, I mean, I've, I've walked along and suggested to some people, you're a bit too close and it's just your job's worth, you know, the only people they would actually take any notice of, to be honest, are probably PCSOs, etc. Mm -hmm. And for, for volunteers to get involved in that, I mean, it's just, well, to be honest, I think you're just in for a load of abuse. Joe? But to, but to give the store <laughs> owners the due, they have, they have tried to do what they can. Sorry, Joe, go ahead. Uh, just to say that following, following Caroline's report last week, I did report that back to Pram Bradley. We have had an email back which I've circulated to you all, and I believe that uh, Lynn Riley and Andrew are um, aware of what's going on and reported it back. 
um, and I understand that the highways officer has been in touch with Northern Markets and is emphasising that um, action does need to be taken to keep that market safe. Yeah, I, I must admit I did notice this week the um, stallholders had ignored the marks on the pavement where they'd agreed to have the stalls to. The, uh, the guy who's outside the tin church had gone back to having his stall um, uh, right up, up outside the tin church with the walkway through it. No, so, I didn't go that far. That far. Yeah. The ones up this end, they have nicked about a foot though. Yeah. The marks they, are there they, and, they've pumped, and, no. they're, and they'll keep encroaching, I think. Mm, yeah. Well, it was all the way along, Judith. They, the, the people who hang them off in front of um, what you call it, stones and um, oh, who's the, the, the um, old people? Macarthur and Stone yeah. offices. That was all full of stuff. Um, people, the guy who has his um, tables and chairs. They were out when I was down there on the pavement. I, I felt very, very uncomfortable. I ended up going on the road. Yeah. Right, so the, Andrew, then are you and Lynn sort of trying to take that forward for us? Well, we're trying, we're trying to take it, it forward and see it improve, but the progress isn't as fast as we'd all like. Um, for example, the, the pink uh, tabards, which were meant to have been produced, I haven't seen yet, or, or anything of that order. Um, let's wait and see. <coughs> Thursday's three days away. Right. Okay, so we'll just have to see what um, what Cheshire West make of all of that. Well, can I just add, I will go down again this Thursday and I'll report back to Joe and probably Pam Bradley. Um, because I just think it's a shame. I, I You know, we, we got all that work done. Um, you know the trees done and the drains cleared and made the space for everyone um, in a very short well that was from Thursday to Sunday that was all done so quickly but since that nothing no activity has been seen mm. okay shall we move on then to oh we're down to we've already done Remembrance Day um, 82 Clark's items. Joe, have you got anything you want to bring up? Everything I was going to bring up here is a request from the uh, Zumba class, um, but we've already covered that under public speaking, but I will minute it under this minute item. Okay, thanks, Joe. Um, right can now. Make, sorry, Joe, can you just make sure that you do clarify between the two that they are two completely. Yeah, yeah. It, it would help Caroline if you could send me the contact details to the person who's running the class so I can confirm in writing to her so that she's also got something if she's challenged by a member of the public. Fine. I'll, I'll, do you want a home address or an email? An email will be fine. Okay, thanks. Right, so we've come to the bit where we're now going to um, part B to exclude the press and public. So, okay, right. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, we haven't got, we haven't agreed a date for the next meeting yet. Um, I might just have to depend on um, how things turn out. The event committee normally only meets once every three months, I think. But we yeah. might, we might need to have another meeting sooner because of yeah. Remembrance. Yeah, I think because of the item coming up, we certainly will need to have another meeting. Okay. Okay, can I ask then that members who are, are here who aren't members of this committee, uh, you will need to now leave the meeting. Okay, see you all. Take Thank care. You. Bye. 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 Bye.